today on the Rising Coaches Podcast. You know, it was it was weird to to try and make that transition at first. I always knew a lot about the game, um, or, or I thought I knew a lot about the game. Uh, about a year into that, I joined Rising Coaches and realized I knew nothing about the game. <laughs> um, I've learned so much from so many different people uh, just watching all you guys' videos. It's actually funny. I watch every member spotlight and everything else. It's kind of weird to be on this side of it. Thanks for listening to the Rising Coaches Podcast. This is Adam Gordon, and today's episode is a special edition of our Member Spotlight. Each week, we select four members to be spotlighted and get to know a little bit more about them, what makes them tick, how they got into the profession, and what their career aspirations are. As the saying goes, it's not about who you know in this profession, it's about who knows you. To be considered for our member spotlight, simply join Rising Coaches. Visit risingcoaches.com and sign up for a membership today. All of our members get an opportunity to participate on the member spotlight. So please consider signing up so that we can get a chance to get to know you a little bit better. We hope you enjoy today's episode and please follow along with what we're doing on risingcoaches.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Rising Coaches Association, the biggest coaching tree in all of basketball. Sign up for the Rising Coaches Association now for just $120 a year and become part of our community, relationships, and development. We talk about it all the time. There's no straight lines in this profession. There's only ups and downs. You need a community that knows exactly what you're going through and has been there before to help lean on during the rough times of the industry. You need genuine relationships, not just exchanging numbers, not just meeting new people uh, at the Final Four in the offseason. You should be doing it all year round, and we provide tremendous opportunities to create those genuine relationships all through the year. And finally, development. We have so much content and so many resources so that you can work on your craft and become a better coach. Because we put such a premium and an emphasis on helping you establish new genuine relationships, it takes all of the political BS side of the business out of the equation for you. All of that gets removed off of your plate. You can just worry about being you, making new friends in the business, and working on your craft and becoming the best coach that you can be and impacting the people that you're around on a daily basis. For more information, visit risingcoaches.com slash membership. All right. Welcome back to another edition of the Rising Coaches Member Spotlight presented by Lucio Sports. Right now, if you sign up for a Rising Coaches membership, you get a free personal license to all of Lucio's apps. Uh, They have everything from play diagramming, play animation, um, all the way down to uh, any kind of communication you want to do with your athletes or your staff uh, and dispersing large amounts of information, video diagrams to them. All can be done with Lucio. Um, and now the NCAA has passed a rule allowing technology and huddles, which is a big game changer that not too many people are talking about. Lucio Sports has the best app, the in-huddle app, which is used by several NBA teams already, um, where you can get in your huddle instead of drawing up all kinds of crazy squiggly lines that don't make sense to half your team. You simply have your uh, play animations already plugged into your iPad, you hit play, then you watch the play unfold. Uh, you can you can get through three or four times in the animation in a 30-second timeout. So NBA coaches have loved it. You're starting to see that several of our members on the high school level used it uh, during some of their games. Some, some of the college coaches uses it. 
now everyone's going to be able to use it. So sign up to for a Rising Coaches membership today. Get access to Lucio Sports or visit Lucio Sports at luciosports.com. Okay, Darius, we paid some bills. Now we can get to our guest. Um, very excited to have Darius Boyd joining us today. Uh, head women's basketball coach at Northern Essex Community College and the director of boys basketball uh, with Evo Hoops Evolution Basketball Grassroots Program there in Massachusetts. Darius, good morning, man. How are you? Or good afternoon, I should say. No, it's still morning. We're good. It's still morning where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good. We, we got another hour. How are you, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Excited to be here. Yeah, appreciate you jumping on. Um, have you... Uh, been staying pretty busy. You just got the job. How long ago? With Northern yeah, Northern? Uh, technically, uh, day one was April first, um, but I've been working before that. It's probably since about the first week of March. Uh, trying to get a quick turnaround, uh, get some recruits in to get the season started. So between that and AAU, I imagine like, have you had any chance to come up for air in the last month or or not? Uh, yeah, last last week, last week, I actually took a quick week of vacation before it all really crashes down. Um, I did a lot of hard work before that and then a quick week of vacation last week and uh, now heads down through spring, through summer and we're just ready to work. I love it. I love it. All right, Darius, well, well, let's start with like your background. Tell us where you're from and how you got into hoops and how you got into coaching. Yep. So uh, I'm from Eastern Mass Kid, uh, uh, North Shore of Boston. Um, Pretty much I grew up always around the game, loved the sport, um, played as often as I could. Um, through high school, I was a, a pretty decent basketball player, um, thousand point scorer in high school. I played in a pretty weak league though. Uh, it was a pretty, pretty small school, weak league. So maybe those numbers are a little inflated. Give me but, the scattering report, Darius. What, what were you like as a player? Uh, I would say a, a driver with good vision. Um, okay. I could knock down the three, but my strength was definitely getting into traffic and finishing at the rim. I love it. You so say you weren't one of those drivers where your head was down and oh, you got blinders on, you're going straight to the rim. Oh yeah. No, not at all. My two of my favorite players growing up were Tracy McGrady and and uh I love Jason Kidd. And, and so I was kind of like trying to mix the two of those together if I could. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I want I want to get to the rack if I can, but uh I also gotta look for a teammate. I love it. I love it. Those are two good ones to to look up to. Definitely. All right, so sorry I cut in. So t- so you're a good player, small high school in Mass. Yeah. Um, so I I had a lot of coming out of high school. I had a lot of D two, D three offers. Um, I because of probably how weak my league was, thought I I was beyond that. I uh, wanted to to walk on at a D one school. Um, went to High Point University with the intent of walking on, and. Um, you know, through right before in that summer and spring, my knee was, it felt pretty bad. Uh, it was pretty jacked up. Um, doctors had told me it was tendonitis, went, got it checked out multiple times. Everybody kept saying tendonitis, tendonitis. Um, so I'm playing pickup with some of the guys uh, before the the high point season starts. And I'm just, it was just not right. It wasn't right at all. And uh, went, got, went home, got an MRI, found out, um, my patellar tendon was actually partially torn, uh, split vertically. Um, so when you're already a, a fringe player, um, you're definitely not making the team at that point. Um, shout out to uh, Coach Coach Walker, uh, Clint Walker. He was the dobo at High Point at the time. He gave me the chance to uh, stay around the team in a manager spot. 
And I jumped on that because I just wanted to be around the guys. I, I had already known them pretty well at that point and, and just wanted to stay around the game. Um, and so from there, uh, I kind of I only I only did one year at High Point, funny enough. Um, things happened. I ended up needing surgery on the knee, came home and I was pretty frustrated. I was pretty mad at the game, to be honest. So I, I kind of blamed the game for my injury. I, I gave it so much. I never stopped playing. and. Um, you know, it, it, I felt kind of betrayed by the game of basketball that, that that would happen to me. And so I stayed away from the game for a couple of years. Um, and I, I always watched, you know, never was fully out of touch. Um, and then just over time, I got a little bit older and the itch, it, it came back. I couldn't I couldn't stay away. Uh, I never thought I would be a coach because I thought, how am I going to stand there and and yell at people how to play and not play the game? Um, but. I, I needed to get back on the court somehow in some capacity. So I contacted my old AAU directors that uh, of the program I used to play for, which is Evo. Um, and they were happy to bring me back as a coach. Um, awesome. and that was, that was only a few years back. It was only about three years back. So um, yeah, once it's in you, it's in you, right? Like oh, yeah. it's in your blood, you try to stay away, but it keeps pulling you. It's like the Godfather. They keep oh, yeah. pulling you back in. Yep. Um, how, um, tell me about like your first experience back with Evo Hoops on the sidelines. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was with the seventh graders that first season. So it was, it was nothing crazy, nothing big. Um, but it was exciting and I, I loved that group. I'm still with that group. I have all of the high schoolers and now those guys are a little bit older. Um, but I still have that original group, uh, that I, that I started with, um, on top of taking, you know, the high school varsity teams. So, um, basically, you know, it was, it was weird to, to try and make that transition at first. I always knew a lot about the game. Um, or, or I thought I knew a lot about the game, uh, about a year into that, I joined rising coaches and realized I knew nothing about the game. <laughs> um, I've learned so much from so many different people. Uh, just watching all you guys' videos. It's actually funny. I watch every member spotlight and everything else. It's kind of weird to be on this side of it, but, um, but yeah, you know, I, I listened to the podcast and, and thought that this was something I needed to join. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely strange trying to get back to the court and, and coach, um, especially with how young I was at the time. How yeah, how old were you at this point? 24, 25? 20, 23. I mean, I'm only I'll be 26 in, in June. So oh, I'm, I'm young. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like I have a very, very odd path. Um, and where I've made it is just you know, the help of, of everybody from, from rising coaches to people I know locally. And, um, you know, a lot of hard work on my end, of course, but I, I couldn't do it without, without the community I have. Yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, you've worked pretty closely with Daryl Jacobs too, right? Yes. Yeah, so he is my mentor, um, through the rising coaches mentorship program. And he has, he's done wonders for me. I, I can't thank him enough. Um, I meet with him monthly. We try and we try and meet more often when we can, but our schedules are pretty busy. Um, and he has done incredible things for me in terms of helping me build a network, um, just getting me more organized as a coach, um, and you know, giving me the confidence and, and and ability to do what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's great. Daryl is is one of the best and has a, a wealth of experience and knowledge. Mm -hmm. Uh, and won a lot of games as a head coach at, at many different schools. Um, and Mr. Miss, he's great for your region, right? You're in Mass. He's yep, Mr. Northeast. Uh, 
Oh yeah. So um, no, that's awesome. And I'm, I'm glad you guys have had such a great relationship. And now a quick break to talk about our partners at Dr. Dish. As the off season approaches, it's the perfect time to upgrade your training equipment at rising coaches. We highly recommend you to check out our friends at Dr. Dish basketball. They are undoubtedly the best and most innovative training machines their newest model for schools, the Dr. Dish CT, is a complete game changer. It has a touchscreen that plays training videos, tracks stats by location, and incorporates on-demand workouts and drills from the top programs and trainers in the world. Check them out at drdishbasketball.com or on social media at Dr. Dish B-Ball. Mention Rising Coaches before you purchase and receive an additional $300 off your next order. You're going to need that organization now because you're a head coach mm. as of, like you mentioned, as of April 1, yep. head coach of Northern Essex Community College Women's Basketball. Let's talk about this because, like, they haven't had a program in a few years, right? So yep. this is not like you just taking over a team. This is a team starting from scratch, right? Right, right. This is a very weird experience um, in every sense. I mean, I'm a 26-year-old head coach that was primarily on the boys' side of, of AAU. Um, who's coming in and, you know, our girls program AAU wise is incredible. We have a ton of D1, D2 players. So I think, you know, knowing, knowing them, having that connection to that side of it and having the connections in the area definitely helps. But um, building Northern Essex is, is something, you know, it's going to be a challenge. Um, like I said, we only started April 1, um, but we have five girls in there right now that are committed, ready to go. Um, we would like to get playing this season if we get 10 to 12 girls uh, committed and, and, you know, all grades are good. Everything's all set. We're playing this year. So, um, you know, it's, it's something that, that isn't going to be easy. It's uh, not going to be an easy task to build the program back from scratch, but, um, it's, it's a storied program. We are very, very, very good in the early two thousands. Um, couple, a couple national appearances in the, in the tournament. And, uh, you know, it's, that's something we're striving to get back to. Um, I'm hoping within the first couple of years that, that we can get back to that national tournament. So let me ask you this. Um, you know, you're right now just trying to put a team together. Right. Uh, literally like feel, feel the team. Right. Uh, and if you get 10, you said 10 to 12 girls, mm-hmm. and it's game on and you guys are going to play some games this season. Yep. So I'm just curious, like how selective, like how do you balance? That seems like a hard balance. Like you, right. you want to be really picky and make sure you're bringing the right people in the program for sure. At the same time, you don't even have a program until you get 10, 10 girls. Right. And so basically the balance right now is I have all five girls that we have in right now are guards. We don't have, we're not even worried about bigs. I I want to bring in anybody who is ready to play and up for the challenge. So if, if you're, you know, of a certain level of talent um, that I, I, you know, I've seen some film or I've brought you in for a workout or whatever, the, the JUCO rules, especially region 21, um, you know, our, it, it's pretty loose in terms of what we can do and, and, and bringing, bringing people in to work out and, and things like that. So I can kind of, even though, you know, given COVID and things like that, we haven't really been able to get out and see players play in high school. Um, that's kind of been more online. We can bring people in a little bit more easily. Um, and you know, we're holding a lot of group workouts, things like that, seeing people play. So we're, we're basically, we're trying to field the best possible team we can. I'm looking for talent, of course. Um, and I want to be ready to go this year. If we're not ready to go this year, if we don't, if we're not ready and we just have a bunch of warm bodies, then we're not ready. You know, that's, it is what it is. 
Um, we'll get ready for next year. We'll, we'll load back up, but it, the balance is tough. Um, cause I, I, you know, we really do want, want good players. Um, so we're, you know, just trying to, trying to feel things out, um, and get the best possible players I can get. All right. If there's any hoopers out there listening, or you got any hoopers that you work with, send them to Darius. Absolutely. If you, if you live in Massachusetts or Southern New Hampshire and you're willing to make the drive out to Haverhill, uh, please, please give me any video you have. I, I'd love to see it. Um, even if you can't play ball, it's a great school to come to. There you go. Uh, yeah, you're making your president. See, you're already a head coach. You're making your president. Try it. Drive an enrollment there. Um, yeah, that's 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 great, man. And and talk to me a little bit. Part of like starting a program, especially at that level, like when I was at the JUCO level, like so much of it is fundraising. Mm. Um, I remember when I got straight out of college, I took a job at College of Central Florida, JUCO. Yep. And uh, I got the job literally like I graduated on a Friday. I think it was like May 6th and like May 10th I started. So like right from college to this job and the first two months, this was back when like you didn't have dudes on campus for like summer workouts or anything. All I did was like work on this golf tournament that we hosted at the end of the summer to raise money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this job sucks. I don't want to coach here. Uh, I want to get on the court. I want to work people out. I was ready to quit like multiple times, but um, going through that experience of raising money was so valuable and it teaches you how to sell. It teaches you just, I mean, like such a valuable skill set to have, regardless of what you do in life, but especially, you know, to be a head coach, um, you got to have that. So, so how, how much like fundraising have you had to do there? Um, and how has that been? Yeah. So I, one thing that's fantastic about Northern Essex is I have an incredible AD. Um, Dan Blair is, he's been awesome. And since day one, he's given me everything I could need uh, and more. And so honestly, I haven't had to worry about a ton of that. Um, Our boys team is, uh, our men's team is also very, very, very strong. Um, They've done a lot of that and and handled a lot of the brunt work for that. Um, So we, we haven't had to do too much. We do have a couple of things coming up this summer from what I understand that we're going to, we're going to put together and and, uh, get on that. But right now he, you know, they kind of just want me out there recruiting and, and, and filling out this roster. Um, So honestly, more, I've had to deal with more of the fundraising from the AAU side than anything, but I do definitely have the experience to do that. And I'm ready for that when that comes as well. Okay. Talk about what you guys do on the fundraising side of AAU. Are you guys still looking to raise money? Oh, definitely. So our program right now, we have a uh, $10,000 goal. Um, we have a rally up page. I believe it's rallyup.com slash go slash uh, evolution. And so if you would go to that page, that would be fan- Anybody who could go to that page would be fantastic. Uh, you know, donate whatever you can. Um, we have a lot of guys who can't necessarily pay for our season. We have a lot of tournaments we're trying to get to uh, hoop group, zero gravity and whatnot. And um you know, those, those aren't cheap. The travel isn't cheap. The, the hotels aren't cheap and, you know, uniform costs, tournament entries. That's, that's all, that's all a uh, high cost. And, and we want our, our guys to be able to play in those tournaments and, and be able to play this season, uh, get the exposure they need and get, have the experiences that they deserve. So um, if, if the, it may be rallyup.com.go slash evolution. Um, I could be wrong. I probably should double check that before I jumped on, but, <laughs> but um, I, I will have a link in my uh, bio on Instagram. Um, I'll be putting one out there on Twitter. 
Um, so if you want to look at at Coach Darius Boyd um, on Twitter or Instagram, that link will be up as well. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, make sure you guys check out check out the Twitter page, get to the Rally Up page, and uh, donate if you can. Um, there's what what has been like. Uh, I, I know you've referenced like rising coaches a few times and how much you've learned, which is awesome. Um, and you have been such a valuable part of the community. So first of all, thank you for that. Um, what what has been the biggest like lesson that you've learned um, or advice that you could share with people uh, that you've gained over the last you know year year and a half? Um, I would say rely on people is the biggest thing that I've learned. I always, you know, growing up, <laughs> especially, you know, the high school basketball league and, and team that I was on and things like that, you know, it was kind of, uh, I was going to be the one man show. I was going to let the tape speak for myself. I was going to, you know, I was, I, I thought that if you just work hard, people will see you and, and it won't matter. Um, and I couldn't tell you how wrong I was on that. The biggest thing I've learned from rising coaches is that you have to have a network. You have to have people that can help you out, that you can rely on. Um, you don't know everything. <laughs> I've I've realized that, you know, I know 10 times more about basketball since I've joined rising coaches um, than I did before. And I realized that I know I still know nothing. So um, having that the the experience and the, the wealth of knowledge that that is provided, um, at rising coaches on, on the platform or, and, you know, through member spotlights, through the podcast, through everything. Um, it's invaluable. Um, so the, the number one lesson that I would say I've learned is definitely got to have a good, a good circle of people to rely on. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's such, so true, such good advice. And the fact that you are clearly a lifelong learner and, mm -hmm. you know, recognize that, you know, there's still, you know, still more to learn. Uh, no matter how long you do this and in, in coach in this game, that's always the case. So that that will serve you well. Um, I have no doubt you guys are going to have a lot of success uh, at Northern Essex, and and uh, well, you guys already have success with Evo Hoops. So <laughs> keep that rolling as well. Um, Darius, appreciate you jumping on, man. Uh, always a pleasure to catch up. Of course, and, of course. Uh, make sure you guys give us the the Twitter handle one more time so yep. we can get to the rally up page. So it's uh, at Coach Darius Boyd, all one section, no underscores, no dots, no periods. Uh, my name should be up on the screen. Um, so it's just Coach and then my name, uh, and it's the same handle on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I just got back on Twitter. I need to be more active. I'm only following like two people at this moment. Just set it back up yesterday, but I'll, I'll be more active on there. All um, right, let's get your followers up. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got it. Got it. I love it. All right, Darius. Appreciate you jumping on, and uh, great seeing you. All right, you too. Appreciate it. What's up, podcast fans? I want to share some information about one of our partners, Lucio Sports. The team at Lucio has built an integrated platform of coaching productivity and player development apps that are being used by some of the best basketball programs around the globe, helping everyone from NBA champions to youth development academies. Their innovative and competitive memorization games make it so much easier for new players and staff members to remotely get caught up to speed. With animated playbooks, drill libraries, player development play, planning and monitoring, engaging game plans and scouting reports, predictive play drawing, their content services team, and more, 
Lucio Sports has got you covered. From players to coaches to support staff and executives, use Lucio Sports to securely keep everyone in your organization on the same page with simple on-demand access to your team's entire knowledge base. For more information, check out luciosports.com. That's L-U-C-E-O sports.com.